and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover is a take on the consumer goods giant Britannia and its exploits during the pandemic and what is in store for it in the near future. Joining me on the call is Forbes India's Rajiv Singh. Hey, welcome Rajiv. Good morning. Hi Abhishek. Morning, morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And uh, why Britannia on the cover, uh, the choice for it? If any cookie maker has to be on cover at this time, especially it has to be Britannia. So, you know, Trigger obviously was the first quarter performance, April, June quarter. If you look at revenue numbers, 3,384 crores, year-on-year growth, it's 26%. We are not talking about sequential growth. We are talking about year-over-year growth. Operating profit was 6.6 crore. Year-over-year growth, 91%. It's 91%. So these are the numbers that nobody in the industry has churned out in this quarter. When people are talking about sequential growth, here is one company which is talking about year-over-year growth. Obviously, there was a massive uh, tailwind of lockdown. These were definitely the factors. But, you know, all these numbers are fabulous, man. That must have been an easy pitch. How is the consumer goods industry doing in uh, comparison, just to put a, a reference point in India? You know, FMCG players, uh, especially after May, because April was complete lockdown, May even half of the month was gone there. So starting July and August has been good for FMCG players. And, and for all kind of, uh, you know, two-wheeler makers and car uh, car players as well. When it comes to biscuits and the like, uh, daily consumption items, what was uh, Britannia's plan during these times when it hit everyone equally, but not so much for this industry? You know, a couple of things helped them, uh, Abhishek. First was a strategy to have a, which is called 80-20 mix. So 20% of their entire brands and SKUs, which contribute to 80% of the revenue was given a priority. Starting early made sense. When people were figuring out how to go about it, they started early. Not having any hiccups in uh, in terms of restarting labor issues, supply chain constraint, that helped. And then having a already established over the last few years, uh, deep penetration. I will just give you one numbers. March 2020, this March, direct reach to urban retailers, it stood at 19.7 lakh. In June, in spite of lockdown, imagine, and this tells you and shows the rate at which they have been growing, numbers increased from 19.7 to 21.5 lakh. Rural reach, if you see, rural preferred dealers increased from 19,000 in March to 22,000 in June, especially when companies were not focused on expanding their footprint distribution reach. This was one exception. To expand a channel partner network is a humongous task. You need feet on the street. You need sales guys going from shop to shop, convincing mom and pop establishment, Kirana store or even a pan shop to you know, get them to put their products on the shelves. So how did they go about it, especially during these times? This is what Varun Bari told me when I had a word with him that, you know, the biggest hero in the entire Britannia story is the team. So he praises his team a lot. Had it not been for the performance of the team, Britannia would not have been able to churn out such numbers. Everything went digital, team on the ground, and the people who are not on the ground, but working from behind, they coordinated uh, among themselves and, and turned out the numbers. One of the analysts that you spoke to called out specifically that they've cut on a lot of bureaucracy within the organization. Could you illustrate that with a couple of examples? You know, just give an idea. See, Britannia has been trying to transform itself into a total foods company. And they have entered into multiple category over the last few years. 
this goes on to show because for a company which is as old as 100 years and entering into only multiple categories over the last few years tells you the story many categories you should have entered long time back red tape was cut down speed of execution has been increased and and they are sharpening their focus on multiple things and uh, you interviewed mr berry for this uh, cover and he talked about how lack of innovation also cost britannia its market share for uh, a reasonably long period of time so what what are they doing differently now so this is the this was the first thing which he did in 2014 when he became the managing director joined britannia in 2013 and having a this pepsico background and other background and it helped him he identified where the company was going wrong and and he clearly is very candid saying that they were losing on the innovation front you know itc was innovating mondelez was innovating even parley came up with hide and seek and they were innovating britannia was very content with whatever they had and and they were growing it's not that they were not growing but they were very happy and contented so he focused on r&d he started investing heavily on r&d focused solely on premium products if you look at the entire biscuit category in the market it's largely glucose and and the premium biscuits those you know has stagnated over the last few years it's somewhere around 5000 crores and if you look at the premium market it's over 10000 crores and britannia is the biggest premium biscuit maker focus on premium started long time back if you go back to 1986 when good day was launched that was the beginning of focusing on premiumization on premium commodities rather than just being content with the glucose biscuit that everybody had and then came multiple variants of uh, good day and then chocolate and so many other variants was launched and we are talking about biscuits a lot here because 80% of the revenues for britannia still comes from uh, biscuits would the company's prospects be to throw other products in the mix such that it's more balanced this is the biggest challenge for uh, britannia abhishek and varun very accepts it he says that he would love to have a lower contribution from biscuits it's a two prone approach first is he wants to penetrate deeper into the biscuits because biscuit market is growing and second is to focus on multiple other categories like dairy bread salty snacks they also entered into milkshake and wafers and that has been you know giving good results to them so diversification plan is on and then the wish to become a total foods company is on but it's not going to happen overnight so i was talking to anlis and he said that one shouldn't expect results in 2 to 3 years or even 5 years because the category that britannia is trying to enter is very competitive take the example of salty snacks you have big players over there you have pepsico over there you have itc over there you have regional players over there like balaji so to make a mark in that segment where you know the rivals have deeply entrenched you need hell lot of years but what has worked for them uh, especially over the last few years is the performance in the so called hindi belt back they identified four states four hindi speaking states which was not very strong for them and these are the states where parley has always dominated uttar pradesh rajasthan gujarat and madhya pradesh you know the contribution of all the four states individually would be less than 1% long time back look at the numbers up has become the second biggest state for britannia 6 to 7% of the revenue comes from up which is massive so rajasthan again below 1% now it's 2% over 2% same holds true for gujarat and madhya pradesh the numbers have shot to 3% and altogether all these four states now contribute 15 to 16% of the revenue which is which is big what would uh, you attribute the success to is it stronger local marketing campaigns or better distribution network so what have they done differently to penetrate these markets which were a stronghold of parley in the past again distribution and the product and the skus distribution plays a very important role just to give you another number 2015 march 
in in rural they had 7000 rural preferred dealers 2020 22000 in 5 years look at the jump they have done 62% of the revenue comes from urban which has come down from 2013 when it was 70 add to it another challenge that you know when you are diverting your focus to multiple categories and you are transforming your company to a total foods company you have this risk of losing focus on your core which is biscuits another biggest challenge for britannia would be to keep the focus intact because if they start losing the focus from the premium segment and the biscuits you might gain in the associate or the other categories you are entering but your core or the main starts losing that's a big fear for them where do you see the company hedge its bets in which of these industries will it consolidate its position on biscuits would it want to play safe for now when you spoke with mr berry what was his outlook for the next uh, few years he would stay aggressive abhishek the focus on innovation in biscuits definitely would be there and so would be the focus on other categories dairy i think doing extremely well for them and now they are investing more in dairy setting up their own uh, manufacturing uh, setup so that is going to help them because they are second biggest also cheese maker in value after amul so and not start making their own cheese whenever the unit is set up so that would also help them so dairy i think definitely is a big play for them bread they have been doing good but bread is a very small category and dominant in unorganized players wafers they have been doing extremely well again it's a very small category so salty snacks i am not so sure about gambit in that sector but rest of the categories they are absolutely bullish about dairy is the biggest so if you if you add dairy's contribution and biscuit contribution to the overall uh, britannia numbers it's 90% but i you know would like to see a lower contribution from biscuit in, in the sense that 70 30 would be great because you growing other categories and biscuits at a category itself can grow there is massive headroom for growth i think we've spoken so often about biscuits in this podcast and we are recording this for our listeners at 9:30 on a saturday morning i am going to have a cup of tea with I won't say which brand of biscuits but we should break for a quick cup of tea Rajiv thank you very much for your time on this podcast thanks a lot Abhishek as usual great talking to you thank you and all you listeners uh, uh, you know where to find us on forbesindia.com on iTunes on Stitcher and Spotify and also look for other podcasts from uh, Forbes India there's one called Teenpreneur an interview series with young entrepreneurs and we also have from the bookshelf of Forbes India conversations about business economics and books 